HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Broadcasting live from Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.com. Speakeasy. I'm your host, Damon Bolte. Today, we have a very special show for you. When I was originally asked to come and host a show on this station, I had been talking with Patrick Martins, the owner of the uh, Heritage Radio Network, and uh, it had been about a year, and he had asked me where I was getting my inspiration for my cocktail designs. And I told him, you know, time and time again, that uh, I get a lot of my inspiration from music, but I'm not the only one. Uh, a lot of our past guests... 
bartenders, brand ambassadors, people that are enthusiasts, get a lot of inspiration from the music that they grew up with and listen to now. And be it new or old, most of the time it is old, uh, it's very inspirational to use song titles, bands, albums, I mean, in movies, books, anything, really. Any art form inspires uh, another art form, in this case being drinks. Um, so today we're going to focus on some of the favorite drinking songs of past Heritage Radio Network guests, specifically on the Speakeasy. That last one was Loretta, uh, Loretta Lynn, Don't Come Home a Drinkin' with Lovin' on Your Mind. You know, most drinking songs that we think about in the United States are obviously old country western songs, which is great. I, you, know, you don't really find a lot of bands and musicians that will go there and talk about drinking so openly as do country western artists. And I think it's uh, it de- definitely has a lot to do with the uh, the lifestyle and you know the uh, the hardships and also the the simple fun of uh, the drinking and the the lifestyle that it brings. What we're gonna look at today, what we're gonna listen to rather, is uh, a mixture of songs um, suggested by, like I said, past guests. Some of them are more jovial, upbeat drinking songs, and some of them are on the on the other side kind of letting you know that it's, you know, there are hardships to that. But uh, the next one that we're going to play is actually an old George Jones song, which, man, he's got just as many drinking songs as Loretta Lynn does. Um, But this version is actually done by the Birds. And Grant Parsons had joined the Birds right there in the later 60s, and they did Sweetheart of the Rodeo, which kind of got the Birds playing more country western music. They added pedal steel and started doing some really, some, in my opinion, some of the best work that the Birds ever did, eventually turning into the Flying Burrito Brothers. But Graham Parsons was a very, very, very purist country artist, but he also liked to dabble in the, uh, the different vices, and uh, so it added uh, kind of like a psychedelic rock and roll aspect to his music. And, uh, you know, going back to uh, the, uh, the, the fun and the hardships, a buddy of mine, James, and I share uh, the passion for, for Graham Parsons and his music. And he's actually not a drinker. He doesn't drink anymore. But it's one of those cool things that brings us together. You know, a lot of people think that sober people and drinkers can't hang out together. But we did have a seance on my birthday. Which was actually to uh, contact the spirit of Graham Parsons. <laughs> and uh, that was actually my birthday, which was the last time we did a, a music show on the speakeasy with Shane Firestein, where we did uh, Jamaican music. Anyway, without further ado, this is The Birds from Sweetheart of the Rodeo. It's called You're Still on My Mind. The jukebox is playing a honky-tonk song. One more I keep saying And then I'll go home What good will it do me? I know what I'll find 
dancing and having their fun and I sit here thinking about what you have done to try and forget you I've turned to the wine an empty bottle a broken heart and you're still on my All right, and we're back. That was Graham Parsons with the birds. You're still on my mind from Sweetheart of the Rodeo. Actually, it's kind of funny. Uh, one of the bartenders out here at Roberta's, where we do the show, has the, uh, if you've ever seen the album cover from uh, Sweetheart of the Rodeo, he actually has that tattoo on his arm, which is pretty awesome. I'm extremely jealous. So... Graham Parsons in the, uh, the late '60s and early '70s, uh, he was hanging. He was hanging out with the Rolling Stones a lot, especially during uh, the recording sessions for Exile on Main Street. And depending on which source you uh, take your cues from, uh, Graham says that he played on a lot of the uh, songs on Exile on Main Street, but uh, Keith Richards says that he didn't. Even though they were good buddies, I think Keith Richards just didn't remember because they were doing a lot of doing a lot of stuff back then. Anyway, so uh, well, on that subject of the Rolling Stones, uh, good friend of the show Brian Miller, uh, brand ambassador for Take Ray Gin, and uh, fellow that's doing uh, Tiki Mondays with Brian Miller at Lonnie Kai here in New York City, he uh, wrote in to me and said that one of his favorite drinking songs, which isn't necessarily a drinking song but he was talking to me about the uh, the mood that a song puts you into rather than the content of the lyrics talking about drinking so he being it, just as i am uh, a huge rolling stones fan suggested this song which is off of exile on main street and he says that it's basically the theme song for the miller mondays at Lonnie Kai. This one is also one of my favorite uh, Rolling Stones songs. And I got to tell you, without talking about drinking, it is a really great drinking song. This is Happy by the Rolling Stones off Exile on Main Street.
Can never get enough of that album. Um, so when I was really first getting heavily into uh, Exile on Main Street, that album, I was I was still living in Oklahoma City, and we were playing around a lot. My band was, and you know, hanging out with all these other bands, and uh, you know, obviously doing what you do when you hang out with other bands, which is drink a lot and listen to music and then play music. Um, one of my favorite bands that I mean, still to this day is very influential to to the way that I play and write music, um, and I guess also the way I drink. <laughs> but they uh, and and not surprisingly, uh, their band name is the Beefeater Project. Now they got this name. They a few, there was actually only two guys. Um, they were in other bands, and they would get together, hang out in uh, the studio, and just write music and drink beef eater gin. And, you know, we would hang out in this awesome studio with, you know, taxidermy and American flags and everything you would expect to be in, like, a home studio. And play music together, record music. I, I was lucky enough to be a, a guest musician on a couple of tracks, and... It was just a nice way to get together, talk about both subjects. Because, you know, this was also the time when gin hadn't necessarily made its comeback like it like it's been doing over the last few years. Um, but we there we were sitting in the studio listening to the Stones and Graham Parsons and drinking gin. And <laughs> finally, oh, an interesting side note with this band is that they put out so many copies of their albums, their two albums, um, but they've never played a live show. Uh, not as the Beefeater Project. So it was this very special thing that if you were around when there was like a house party and the instruments would come out and they'd play these songs that you've been getting down with like forever and you finally get to hear them live. It was just a very special thing. Um but on that note, we're going to switch from Happy by the Stones to a song by the Beefeater Project, which is on the, uh, on the flip side of the, uh, the jovial drinking song. Uh, and you can definitely hear the, the Graham Parsons and Rolling Stones influence in their music. But this song by the Beefeater Project is called Don't Want to Get Drunk Anymore off of Lo-Fi Resurrection of the American Underground. I don't want to be the boy next door Just ain't what it used to be I don't want to wake up on the floor Things don't matter much to me And I don't want to get drunk anymore I always see you in a smoky bar Not sure what I'm doing there You know it's hard to love the one you love When she doesn't even care And I don't want to get drunk Christmas and I'm sick and tired There's 
Yeah. Boy. Yeah. I was just remembering something from from those days in Oklahoma City, hanging out with those guys in the Beef Eater Project. Um, there was definitely, like I said before, a lot of a lot of gin drinking going on in that basement studio, and uh, talking about the Stones and uh, Graham Parsons. And I just remembered that we used to do. Uh, there was this uh, theater company that had a, like a like kind of a shoot off of it called the mixtape club. And so a lot of the bands from Oklahoma city would get together and, uh, do these tribute shows from time to time. And we did a stone show and we actually, yeah, I got to play with the beef eater project and we played that song happy amongst other things. Um, there were probably like 20 songs that we played together. Um, that kind of pales in comparison to the Beatles show that we did was like a whole weekend long. Must've played like 120 songs. It was pretty crazy. And you can only imagine how much gin and beer was going on there. But, (laughs) uh, this is going to switch up the style of music a little bit here, but, uh, (laughs) we did a, an old school punk rock tribute show. And, uh, there, (laughs) there's this movie called, uh, uh, Masters of Menace, and if you've ever seen it, it's like a it's like a comedy biker movie, and uh, they 
it's about this biker gang that they're on probation, but they have to go bury their friend who dies on a, a drag bike. And uh, one of the characters, one of the bikers, is played by the singer Lee Ving from the band Fear. And uh, I, I, I don't know this guy just always like reminds me of like the epitome of like the drunken biker guy. But uh, anyway, he was a singer in a band called Fear, an old school punk rock band. And we actually covered this song at one of the old school punk rock tribute nights. And uh, yeah, might as well play it now. I mean, it's on the subject. So uh, yeah, this is More Beer by the band Fear. Let's rock.
Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of fun. I'm glad I got to slip that one in there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, obviously, there there's some chilled out drinking songs, but then there's the one, you know, every once in a while that you have to throw in there just to go crazy. Um, <laughs> it's funny to me, like, I haven't really listened to that song in a while, but it's very, it's a very, like, and I'll probably get my ass kicked from uh, hardcore, like, fear fans, but uh, it's, it's very, like, almost a theatrical, like, uh, production going on there in the middle. It's very, uh, it's, it's, it's a performance. It's a performance, you know? And, uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely made me want to drink. Now I'm out of beer in the studio, which is okay because there's a bottle of whiskey here. Um, so <laughs> I'm just going to take it down a notch here for a second. Uh, speaking of performances, uh, one of, one of the, uh, <laughs> most entertaining people I think that I've ever had on this show, uh, well, a duo, actually. Uh, Jill DeGroff and her husband, Dale DeGroff. Um, just some lovely people. We did a very long show, and uh, there were lots of stories going around. And, you know, obviously, a lot of times that's what these songs are about. Telling stories, you know, especially, you know, when we were listening uh, to those country songs at the beginning of the show. It's telling a story about something. something's going down. And, you know, don't come home and drinking with loving on your mind or... You know, maybe did me wrong. Empty bottle, broken heart. You're still on my mind. Um, and in that storytelling, uh, I can't think of any two people better than Jill and Delta Groff to tell me a story, especially when it comes to uh, drinking stories. And I know they've got plenty more to tell me when they come back on the show. Um, but uh, Dale and Jill emailed me uh, one of their favorite drinking songs. And... It's an old, old song by Fats Waller, and it makes a lot of sense, uh, you know, if you listen to the show with Jill and Del on, uh, we, we played some music in the studio, and uh, Dale's been doing a lot of shows lately uh, called On the Town, and the next one he's doing actually is uh, November 1st. A lot of things are happening on no- November 1st and 2nd. There's the uh, the Bitters book by... Brad Thomas Parsons that's coming out. Uh, of course, we have uh, Dale DeGroff doing his On the Town show at Macau Trading Company. That's November 1st, uh, Tuesday night. You should all go out and check it out. And uh, then November 2nd, the PDT cocktail book comes out that Jim Meehan wrote. And uh, Chris Gall did all the illustrations. It's a beautiful book. Both books are beautiful. Um, but yeah, uh, this is one of the DeGroff's favorite songs, and I'm sure they'll probably be playing it uh, on November 1st, Tuesday at Macau Trading Company. It's by Fats Waller. It's called This Is So Nice It Must Be Illegal. Boys, I wish you could be with me right now, but this is so nice it must be illegal. So take it easy. I'll tell you about it. Must be illegal meeting you once more. Feeling so good, it could be against 
the Lord, yes, and I'm loving you, yes. This is an age that curbs all our pleasures. Who knows what's in store? This is so nice, there must be a hidden flaw. F-L-A-W, yeah. You're so broad of shoulder, I know I'm young and older. All those dames fall in flocks. Noting your attractions, Congress may take actions and keep you underground at Fort Knox. Quick, let us kiss before it's a list. It could happen here. This is so nice. It could be a listen Yeah. A beautiful song. And I'm definitely going to be making it on Tuesday night to see Dale DeGroff at Macau Trading Company. For his on the town show. What are we missing from today? Um, oh my God! You know what? Uh, we it would be a total faux pas if we did not play an Irish drinking song, uh, because obviously there are lots of them. Um, but let's, in true uh, true Damon Bolte fashion, let's play the rock and roll version. And you know we're gonna do another one of these shows sometime. In the near future, where we're going to be uh, playing more of our favorite drinking songs. And feel free to email the studio and, with your suggestions, and we look forward to hearing them. Um, we're going to leave you with a, a really awesome rock and roll drinking song from a rock and roll Irish drinking rock and roll band. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is Whiskey in the Jar by Thin Lizzy. This has been the Speakeasy. Enjoy this last one. I'm Damon Bolte. We'll see you next week. Cheers. <laughs>